welcome to Rise and Shine, the podcast dedicated to women in home building who are ready to rise professionally and shine personally. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and I am thrilled to embark on this empowering journey with you. Together, we're going to dive into the world of leadership, sales, mindset, results, and corporate climbing, all tailored to the unique experiences of women in this industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, Rise and Shine is here to provide you with actionable insights, inspiring stories, and expert advice to propel you forward in your career and illuminate your personal growth. So if you're ready to break some barriers, conquer challenges, and redefine success on your own terms, you are in the right place. It's time to rise, it's time to shine, and it all starts right here. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rise and Shine. I am bringing a very special guest to the show today, Michelle King. I had the privilege of working with and meeting Michelle in person just a few months ago when I went to the Entrepreneur Project Retreat, which we'll do a shameless plug for later. Um, (laughs) But I was there as a guest and Michelle was one of the guest speakers and her story really resonated with me. But the work that we did together was really impactful. And For you ladies tuning in, I know that you are high drive women, you're high achievement, you're working your booties off. Some of you are trying to navigate uh, motherhood and working in corporate climate, and it's just a lot on our plates, and we often don't take time for ourselves. And one of the things I loved about me saying yes to the Entrepreneur Project was it was an investment in me to take care of me. I've had a busy few years growing this business. And even when I was in the corporate world, I really never slowed down. I kind of suck at that. And I'm sure most of you can (laughs) can relate. So this was my one thing of saying like new Abby, new way I'm going to invest in myself. And I'm so very grateful that I did. And, and truly one of the big takeaways um, there were many, but one of the big takeaways was the time spent with Michelle doing breath work. And I was worried I wasn't going to be able to breathe. <laughs> she did a great job getting all of us like high drive ladies to just kind of unwind. And we actually had Corey there too. So we even had, you know, one of our, our uh, guys there with us just kind of chilling out, taking a moment for ourselves, a time to recenter, reground. I'm not going to spill all the great stuff because that's what Michelle's here for. But Michelle, thank you so much and welcome to Rise and Shine. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And so I can relate to that so much having come from corporate and done all of that work. So it's why breathwork is my thing, right? That between mapping your nervous system and how do we calm some of that down and then being able to breathe properly and take the time to breathe is such a big difference. Yeah, wonderful. So why don't you just real quick, give everybody a little snapshot of your background, where where you came from, where you are now and, and where you're going. Yeah, so I spent 25 years in corporate America, climbing the ladder, doing all the things. And uh, I've led the people. So I work in HR. I've led the people team, was the VP of HR at several companies. And what I realized, like where I am now is I my goal is to breathe new life into corporate America, but from this side, right? So it really is. Um, I, I do a lot of work that is somatic, a lot of executive coaching and development, a lot of team dynamics and teamwork. Um, but I started soul to soul because very much what's on the inside is what ends up showing up on the outside. Um, and so it really is for me kind of this opportunity to look at the people inside of corporate, our managers, our leaders, our executives, um, how do we help support all of them in the development that they need? But as individuals, right, I was um, 
even though I was responsible for the people team, I still ended up in burnout. I still ended up <laughs> in a situation where, you know, I'm supposed to be the one taking care of all the people and I was not taking care of myself. And so part yeah. of my mission, as we look at people and, you know, and, and as I have these clients, whether they're corporate, you know, the whole team or whether they're individuals is that individual wellness is so incredibly important and the foundation for you being able to be a better leader, to be, um, be a better employee, to be a high achiever. We have to do some of these things to balance ourselves out or we end up in that place. So that's why I'm here. That's why, that's why I built soul to soul and it's kind of where I'm headed. Wonderful. Yeah. And it, it is, it's really important work and it, it's interesting. So, you know, the industry that I come from is home building. That's where most of my audience is. And it's just very fast paced. And I'm sure you work with plenty of clients that are in these really fast paced industries. It's very much. What have you done for me lately? There's daily, weekly goals, monthly goals. Um, we don't think long term. I mean, we think long term <laughs> for a minute, but we are in it day to day. There's not a lot of, and especially on the sales side, there's not a lot of slow playing it's a lot of fast action and yep. so what we find is that we forget to breathe <laughs> we forget to slow down yeah. we forget why we're doing this in the first place and you do you see a lot of stress upon stress upon stress and so yep. one of the things i wanted to offer everybody on this call is the benefit of a session so we're definitely going to do that so stay tuned ladies um if you're driving maybe revisit this episode when you're not driving <laughs> even though it's going to be short um, this is not one to necessarily do while you're trying to multitask and certainly not while you're trying to operate a vehicle or heavy machinery this is definitely supposed to be something that you carve out time either go sit in your parked car or grab some quiet space in your office or your house um, to kind of enjoy that session when we get to that point. But Michelle, talk to us a little bit about like the science and the research behind this, because I know we're logical ladies and sometimes we need a little <laughs> bit of like logic to the woo. You know, I always say I like the woo and I like the work and I'm finding that I'm actually yeah. more into the woo side of things than I realized. Yeah. Um, you know, we did cards at the retreat, which was really cool. Yeah. And Abby actually, Abby Marana actually sent me a package because I was like so into it and I've used them several times. Since then. So Good. I know about the woo and about the universe and about taking care of your body. Like I get all that and I know it's not everybody's jam here. So let's let Michelle give us a little bit of the, the why behind the woo, if you will. So share a little bit. Yeah, I love that. The why behind the woo. Um, it's yeah, I mean, I be coming from corporate and and my profile and the person that I am, I am very much a show me, figure it out. Like I want to understand. Um, so I'm with you. I started very much from this place of like the research, the information, um, you know, I, I wanted and tried to meditate for a very long time and struggled with it, which is why I love breathwork, especially for us high achievers. Um, but some of the pieces that I think are extremely important is first you will hear, and there's, you know, there's a lot of terms going around right now around nervous system regulation and mapping. And I think one of the things that we don't realize is that our nervous system, our internal operating system is always in this state of how do I keep you safe? And sometimes that means we're really even keeled and things are going really well. And we call that ventral. And in those moments, you are breathing deeper. We are taking breaths from our diaphragm. We are actually kind of taking in as much oxygen as our body needs. When we get in this 
busy, crazy, like hurried place. And our nervous systems don't have the capacity yet to be able to deal with all the things that are coming at us. We get into what we, you'll hear a lot of people call fight or flight, right? That, oh my God, I have to just keep going. I have to keep pushing. I have to keep doing these things. Um, and our window for perspective narrows, like we just get in this very fast paced way of doing things. And what ends up happening with our breath is we start breathing from our lungs up. Like we don't take really expansive deep breaths because it doesn't feel safe in those moments. It's like I, my, my, my adrenaline is moving, I'm moving fast, I'm doing those things. And then you get sometimes the opposite when you get into that burnout, right? Or you get to a place where you've overextended yourself, you get in shutdown mode where it's like, I don't wanna do anything, I don't wanna get out of bed. And in those moments, we actually breathe even shallow, even more shallow. Um, and so what happens is we take our heartbeats 25,000 times a day, pumping oxygen and doing all the things that we need. And in those moments when we are breathing, we are taking in oxygen in order to help move that blood, in order to help move all of those things, and in order to get our limbs and all our organs going and doing the things that they need to do. What we find, especially in the US and especially in corporate America, and honestly, ladies, we are the worst at it, um, is that we have all of these things going on and we have gotten to a place like we have evolved as humans to breathe pretty shallowly and not take in all the oxygen that our body actually needs. So when you take in a lot of oxygen, maybe if you've noticed, if you've ever done really deep meditation or if you've ever done breath work or different kinds of things, or when you stop and you like, okay, I'm feeling good. What's the first thing you do? Everyone goes, <laughs> because yes, your body is finally like, oh my gosh, I can breathe now. <laughs> like I actually have a moment to take in all of that oxygen. And so what we do with breath work is be very intentional and conscious about our breathing. We're taking in more oxygen um, than we're actually letting out because it moves the oxygen to your limbs. It moves this oxygen throughout your body and actually helps pump that blood very easily and oxygenates it so that we can get out of our kind of conscious brain going mind um, and can get into our subconscious. And this is this is where that line of the woo and the, and the work um, comes in, right? So there is so much science about the fact that a lot of times we know the answers to things that we need to solve. We know how to do it. We know all of those things, but we don't, we've grown this not trusting of ourself, of our gut, of our intuition, right? It's more like prove it to me, show me kind mm -hmm. of world. Um, yeah. And so now when you get out of your conscious, like that brain going, that response mechanism, and we get into a place of like, what do we actually know in our gut that we're just not able to actually see or do? Slowing our breath, slowing our heart rate down so that those kinds of things can actually come to us and make life easier, slowing down our nervous systems to get to that state of like regulation means that we have access to information that our normal day-to-day -day we just don't have. And so it's why for me, breathwork has been so life-changing because 
I couldn't meditate. I couldn't shut the monkey brain off long enough and, and be able to have um, access to that subconscious part of my mind because my, my brain was racing. When I do breath work, I'm actually concentrating just on breathing. That's my only job is to concentrate on the breathing. And what that does is take you out of that conscious brain kind of hamster wheel and puts you into your body to be able to feel the things that we're not feeling, to be able to know the things that are in, innate and inherent in us. We just don't have access to it when our brain is overriding everything else. Um, so the, the feelings, the emotions, all of those things are stored in our body. And it's why in corporate, when we burn ourselves out, we end up with things like autoimmune diseases, or we end up in the hospital with, you know, all of these other things going on because your body is, is keeping scores, keeping those receipts for all the times we've overdone. And at some point it shuts down. It's like, okay, now, now I'm finished. I can't do anymore. I'm not getting enough oxygen. I'm not getting the blood pumping, not getting all the things I need to sustain. Therefore I'm done. And so it's why for me, breathwork has been such a powerful tool because it does slow all of those things down. Wonderful. Yeah. And now I've been through the, the gamut, right? I experienced burnout. I also experienced health issues because of just not taking care of my body. And I know so many women can relate to this, right? It starts with little things, uh, maybe a little ache or pain here, maybe not sleeping as well. And all of a sudden you have chronic inflammation and pain in your joints. And, and I really see it a lot with ladies is that autoimmune issue. Um, and, and it's all truly, I mean, some stuff's not reversible, but a lot of this is reversible just by slowing down, taking care of your body, investing in healthy nutrition, movement, breath work, things like that. And I think that, you know, we've, we've lived in this world where nobody's talking about like breathing because it seems like, duh, like it happens automatically. But what you're saying is that your auto response may not be serving you. And if it's that shallow breathing, which now like I'm super conscious of this after meeting you and I'm always like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. Like where I'm only breathing like right here is very yeah. different than that calming breath. And I remember so many times in my corporate world where we would be in these meetings and it was almost like you could feel that like that fight or flight sink in, you know, where it's like your wheels are turning. And maybe it's not even like it's a bad meeting. It's just your wheels are turning. There's a lot to process. You're trying to make these quick calculated decisions and, and be on your toes and you're not leaning into that, like part of who you are. You're not taking that pause, right? Everybody wants to get their voice heard. Everybody wants to get things done. And sometimes we just need a pause. I actually remember in one meeting, we were going so hard and so fast and we made like all these decisions about, um, where like staffing, where are people going to work? Who's going to work here? Who's going to get from all this stuff. And we made like big decisions for other people in like an hour, which is kind of crazy in and of itself. That's a conversation for another day, but I didn't feel good about anything, but it's like, all right, we just got to get this done. And one of the guys next to me was like, can we sleep on this? And I was like, thank you. <laughs> you know? And so I think sometimes taking moments or creating behaviors that allow you to be more intentional, to, to take pauses for this deep breath work can allow you to almost give yourself that benefit of a, can I sleep on this? <laughs> yeah. we are, we're just operating so quickly that we're not giving our bodies time to let intuition kick in. 
for sure. And, you know, the fight or flight is not bad, right? Is, is, um, it doesn't mean you're dysregulated in your nervous system. We need that fight or flight in some instances to push through when we need to, to like get that extra mile, to get the, get the extra piece. What we're looking for is my ability to quickly recover and that during those moments, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm doing it, that I'm in fight or flight and I'm like being very right. um, I'm pushing, which is okay. If I'm conscious of it, that means I'm present and I'm at least I'm making a conscious decision to be in that place. Yeah. And then you do the things to take care of yourself. Like I'm going to pause for one second and breathe really deeply on this, or I'm going to pause for just a minute and do something that actually stretches my body to be like, is this the right thing? Does this feel good? Even if you just imagine like sitting back in your chair and putting your shoulders back a little bit mm-hmm. and sh- and noticing the space between your ears and your shoulders. Yeah. If you can do that in those fight or flight moments, you are at least bringing awareness to like, what am I missing? What else is there? How do I be present in this moment instead of like, We've already planned everybody's lives for the next <laughs> five years and we're going to move on. <laughs> so crazy. It's okay. But that's true. I mean, even just you saying that I did it and I don't know everybody can't see, but like <clears throat> you're saying that I lean back in my chair. I let my shoulders sink. I took a breath. Yeah, I do. I feel like my posture is different. Like my energy is different. And yeah. it, it's so interesting. So I've never in my corporate career. So I was in corporate for, oh my gosh, was it like 17 years? Never once did I have anybody bring breathing, meditation, breath work, or anything to a meeting. But we're starting to see this be commonplace in some organizations. And I love that. I was actually on a big industry call and the gentleman hosting the call actually brought in a team member who specializes in guided meditation and breath work. And before we even started the meeting, all there was like 20 of us on the call. He said, leave your cameras on, but we're going to do this together. And we took five minutes and went through a little breath exercise and you could just feel the whole energy shift. And he was like, look, I know that you all just came rushing from one meeting into this meeting and I want you to show up great. I want you to be present. I wanted to give you space to reset. And it was, it was a different meeting. And it was also so nice to see all of these people that I never knew before, right? We just got on this call collectively have a shared experience of calming down together, recentering together, and then pressing play and going and having a much different vibe than that conversation could have went had we not even just taken those five minutes. So I love that. I sent the the leader like big kudos. That was such a, a different way to start a meeting. So any of you listening here, I know some of you are probably already rolling your eyes at me like, Abby, we're not going to get a room full of people. You will. And you'll you be surprised how many people already practice this in their personal lives and may not be sharing it at work. And that's fine. They don't have to. But this is something that is helping people regulate. It's helping people show up better. It's helping people reduce stress and anxiety, which are chronic problems in our culture today, um, and especially in the corporate world. So yes, all of those things. Thank you, Michelle, for kind of giving us the why behind it and helping us kind of understand that this is something that is for us to reset. Mm-hmm for sure. Now tell me a little bit more about the difference because some people might be new to this concept altogether. What's the difference between breath work and meditation? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, So in meditation, I think the goal, we're, we're looking for the same goal, which is that we're slowing down 
our, what is our autonomic kind of way of responding to things. We're being very present and in our bodies. And we are allowing all the things that are inside of us to like do their job. We're actually slowing down and getting out of the way to let your body do the job that it, it that it was meant to do, that it needs to do. Um, in meditation, I think that you know, some people whose nervous systems are in this frantic kind of fight or flight state chronically, and there are a lot of people who sit that way. I did when I was in corporate, right? Very much in, in that sympathetic energy kind of all the time. Um, what happens to your body and your nervous system in meditation is it's still going, that's still happening internally, and it becomes very hard to sit still, to quiet your mind, um, I had a Buddhist monk tell me I had a monkey brain. He was like, girl, we can all feel you breathe thinking like this is, there's a lot, we can feel it going. And so you have, you're giving off this energy that is that kind of running on the hamster wheel. Meditation for some people is really hard to drop into that place, right? To find that bliss and to find the place where your body actually takes over and you can feel all those sensations. And so with breath work, what we're doing is we're doing, it's the same concept. We're doing the same thing and putting you in the present moment, but I'm actually giving you something to focus on. So sometimes walking meditation is easier for people or a guided meditation is easier for people. And that's because then your brain has something to focus on. It's like distract the brain <laughs> to do this other thing while it, the body then kicks in and does what it needs to do. Um, and so with breath work, we're taking hundreds of thousands of breaths every day. Um, what we want to do is make them quality breaths or at least carve out these little bits of time where we are breathing so much oxygen into our body that it's getting what it needs in order to be able to take over and do all, all that it needs to do. Um, and I loved something you said earlier, Abby, which is some of these things, all the, the autoimmune stuff and all the things that come up can be reversed um, because when you stop and you allow your body actually the space that it needs to be in that regulated state and to get the oxygen and the blood pumping the way that it needs to, it actually will correct itself. It will start to say, oh, this doesn't belong here. We need to fight it. But when your body's so busy doing a million other things and keeping up with you and giving you energy to be able to go 24 hours a day or whatever, um, it's not detecting the disease. It's not detecting the things that don't belong there. It doesn't have the energy or the option to fight those kinds of things off. So it becomes this breeding ground for kind of all of this dysregulation becomes this breeding ground for all these things that come up. And so with breath work, what we're doing is slowing ourselves down. We're focusing on breathing and over oxygenating our body so that the blood then pumps to all the places that it needs to. Um, and it distracts our mind in the sense of um, like that ability to what we're focusing on is breath. It doesn't have time to be on the hamster wheel about. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you won't have the random like, oh, my God, did I send that email? someone picking my kid up from school, <laughs> those things pop in. But because I'll keep reminding you to focus on the breath, because we keep talking about taking care of ourselves during this, it becomes much easier to stay in that state. And then your body starts to go, oh my gosh, all this oxygen I needed and the blood is pumping where it needs to and all these good things are happening and it wants more and you will find that you come out of it in flow 
doing things with more ease um, and definitely more connected with kind of your internal body and your, you know, the things that you need to take care of. Yeah, for sure. I know I've tried, um, <clears throat> I've tried meditation the quiet way, not for me, because I am an overthinker, right? And it is, yeah. and then it's like, stop thinking, but I can't stop thinking because I need to think about this. <laughs> you can't get out of it. Guided meditation is definitely a little bit easier for me, but mm -hmm. sometimes they say really crazy stuff. Like now you're in a forest and imagine this. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to imagine that. That's like silly. Or, and then I'm like thinking about my guided meditation talk. And then that's like, again, I'm <laughs> overthinking. Yeah. But what I found with breath work is exactly what you said, focusing on my breath, the breathing patterns. It's something to distract the mind. And I read a book, um, a few years ago called Soundtracks by John Acuff. And it's like how to overcome overthinking. And one of the things he said is you're never going to stop the thoughts. Just like you said, you're never going to stop the craziness that goes on in our heads. Like that's just part of being a human being. But what you can do is rewrite soundtracks. And I feel like uh, breath work helped me just kind of like turn up the volume on focusing on my breathing and having something else to focus on. So that the spinning and everything could kind of go down for a, for just a little bit while we're in that moment. So I really love oh, that. Yeah. So what I'd love to do is go through a session with you and give that to our audience. So again, ladies, gentlemen, if you're listening, <laughs> do not drive your car right now. <laughs> One, I want you to be present. So don't even do this if you're like trying to work and looking at your email. Don't do this if you've got a, you know, a kid or a coworker in the room. Like I want you to be here, be present, give yourself this gift of, I think, what'd you say? Eight minutes, Michelle, something like that. Yeah. Eight to 10. Okay. Yeah. Give yourself eight to 10 minutes of just you time. I want you to lean into this. I want you to, you know, nobody needs to know that you did this. <laughs> if it's something that feels uncomfortable, if this is something you've done before, I know you're excited and like, all right, Abby, let's just get to it. But for the newbies in the room or on the call, just be sure to just lean into this for a little bit, test it, you know, be, that's kind of how I approached it the first time was like, all right, I'm curious enough to, to give it the old college try. Yep. And I think you're going to be genuinely surprised. So I'm going to go on mute and I'm going to follow along. I'm going to take advantage of this <laughs> session with Michelle and I'm going to enjoy the moment, but I want you guys now to just listen to Michelle and follow along. And then we'll wrap it up with some tips on how you can start implementing this in your day-to-day -day because this is really something that I think we need to adopt in, in our daily routines. All right. Yes. Take it away, Michelle. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Abby. Yes. So a couple of, um, a couple of things to note, um, as Abby said, please do not be driving or doing anything else. Take this few minutes for yourself. Uh, there is a lot of power, what you were saying earlier, Abby, with doing this together and doing this in a room, whether it's in person or even on Zoom. And um, there's this concept of co-regulation. So if I can bring my thoughts down and my heart rate to the right level and do those things, I can actually affect the people around me. Um, and so when we breathe together, there's nothing more powerful than creating this flow because we're all getting into that place. So I'm excited for all of us to do it together here, but know that you can do this at any point in time. And it's, it's very helpful for kind of bringing you to that present moment. I do a three-part breath. Um, you can do this laying down. If, if you have this time and space, do it. But you can also do it sitting up. Um, I highly recommend that you cover your eyes, whether it's with the mask or 
uh, towel or sweater or something if you can, or at least close them. Part of that shutting off your brain is the more sensory kind of we can shut down, the easier it gets to be in your in your body and, um, and in the breath than to slow the thoughts down. Um, but my breath is a three-part breath. So it's vital to us to over-oxygenate our bodies a bit. You can expect a few things, potentially tingling in your fingers and your toes, your legs. That's all very normal. You're giving your body probably more oxygen than it's gotten in the last, for some of us, maybe years. <laughs> um, so it starts to be like, oh, those limbs are there and I'm moving the blood and getting oxygen there. Um, so you can expect that. Sometimes that happens. Don't, if you do, just shake it out, move your fingers, move your hands. Ultimately, doing this is there's no right or wrong way. You cannot do it wrong. It's just follow as much as you can along with us. So we're going to do a two-part breath. So we'll put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest. And we're going to take one really big deep breath into our belly, one big deep breath into our chest, and then exhale and release. So it's inhale belly, inhale heart, exhale and release. We're gonna do that in a very circular motion. So it will go inhale, inhale, exhale. I'm gonna cue you along the way so that you can remember to stay connected to that breath. We're gonna just keep it going. So no pausing at the top, no pausing at the bottom. And we're gonna put a little music on. So I wanna make sure that you can hear this. Excellent, okay. So we're gonna take a big deep breath into your belly, big deep breath into your heart, and release. Inhale, inhale, exhale. In, in, out. Big deep breath into your belly. Big deep breath into your heart. Exhale, release. Keep going just like that. We're gonna drop in and focus on your breath and let all your other thoughts fade away. Inhale, inhale, and release. You are giving your body exactly what it needs in this moment. This is an opportunity to slow down for a second, to be present, and to really take in all that you need in order to be the most successful version of yourself. Inhale, inhale, exhale. In, in, let it go. Inhale belly, inhale heart, release and relax. Just keep breathing just like that, you got this.
beautiful. And as we head into this next song, I want you to just continue to breathe into your belly, into your heart, and let it go. Let go of any thoughts that are coming in. Let go of any tension in your body. Just focus on your breath for you right now. thank you. Thank you to yourself for taking this few minutes to be present and to take care of you. Thank you to your body for all that it has held up and done for you. Thank you to your mind. For being so present and getting you to where you are now and release the thoughts for just the next few minutes. Big deep breath into your belly. Big deep breath into your heart. And release it. You deserve these few minutes. You are worth taking the time to fill your cup. Focus on that breath. Roll your shoulders back. Feel the support beneath you. Feel how much you are actually supported and taken care of. Keep that breath going. Inhale, inhale, exhale. 
Deep breath into your belly. Deep breath into your heart. Release Let go. Deep breath in. Deep breath in. And let it go. feel pride. See the word pride. Feel that in your body. Where do you feel proud of yourself? Wrap your breath around that. Bring it into your belly, bring it into your heart, and release the breath. Inhale, inhale, and exhale. You have accomplished so much. And you will accomplish so much more. But now is the time for you to fill yourself up, to be able to step into that. doing amazing. Keep your breath going. minutes of the breath work. I want you to just feel the rhythm of your life in your body. Know that you've got this. You've given yourself this few minutes to really get present, to take in what you needed, and to breathe some life back into your day. slow it down, release the three-part breath, and just breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. 
drop in for just a minute of meditation. Imagine a golden ball of light filling up your heart space. With every breath, that golden ball grows bigger. It envelops your body. It fills up the room that you're in. Your house, your office. keeps expanding and all of our golden balls of light at some point come together. We are part of the collective whole. You don't have to do this alone. We're all here together. Just ask your body, ask your intuition, what do I need to do? to take care of myself every day. Let the answer come to you. Beautiful, and if you wanna to start to wiggle your fingers and wiggle your toes, Maybe your body wants to stretch. Just do whatever it is your body is telling you is what it needs and wants right now. Just give it a minute to come on back. Relax in. And see how you feel. Check in. How do you feel? How's it going? What, what did your body tell you you need to do? Listen. Your, your, your intuition in that moment is available to you because we got out of the thoughts. And so when I said, what do you need to do to take care of yourself? Whatever comes through is that intuitive guidance. And so I highly recommend you listen. Listen to what it said. Yeah, that was wonderful, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know how this recording is going to go, but like I was in it. I don't know if you even saw, like I'm sure you're used to this and can do this pretty regularly with folks, but like, I went from like, like holding my hand on my chest, my eyes closed, like, and my body was like physically tight to just like slowly relaxing. At one point, my arm dropped at another point, like I uncrossed my feet. Like I just slowly kind of like melted into my chair. I'm actually feel like I, my camera moves with me. I feel like my camera sunk down with me. Like I was way down there. Um, and it's so cr I had such a busy day yesterday. I've been in back-to-back -back calls all morning. Like most people probably who are listening to this, it was just a really nice way to kind of like reset. I feel a lot lighter. I feel like, I mean, you saw me do the little shoulder shimmy. You did it too. Like I just kind of like shaking it off and feeling good. And 
Um, thank you for that. And I hope those of you that are listening got some of the same benefits, you know, for me, the, the word or whatever that came to my mind for taking care of me was movement and more specifically, excuse me real quick. And more specifically walking. It's something I really enjoy. It keeps me out in nature and I've been, it's cold, it's cold here. I mean, I'm in North Carolina. It's not that cold, but um, I haven't been getting outside as much, but when I do, I just feel so good. So that kind of came to me as a way to take care of myself is making sure I'm still getting out for my walks and connecting with nature. So that's definitely what came to me. And I'm, you know, curious for those of you listening, if something came to you, feel free to shoot me or Michelle a message and let us know, you know, what this meant to you. And if this um, is something that you found beneficial. Um, Michelle, talk to us a little bit before we wrap up about how you encourage people to start making this a habit in their life. Should it be a daily practice, a weekly practice, like a, a crisis intervention practice or, or preventative? Like, how do you see this, at, you know, and how do you encourage women who maybe could benefit from this implementing it daily? Yeah, so I, you know what, here's, here's what I will say. You have to fit this in where it works for your schedule, but I highly recommend that you try to do it breath work or meditation or something of that nature that really slows you down and gets you present in your body at least three or four times a week. I would love for you to do it daily. I do I do something daily in order to, to be able to do that, and I am a much happier, more grounded, actually in flow and more productive person because of it. So while it might seem counterintuitive to take 15 or 20 minutes out of your day to be more productive, it actually, I feel like it has sped up time for me. It means I get into flow faster. I can actually go into breath work with an intention of, you know, I need to plan out this email or I need to do kind of, um, you know, I have to hit this goal. What are the things I need to do? And I'll come out of breath work again, having tapped into that subconscious, which already knows the answers with like, here's five things to do and go do it that I wouldn't have thought of in my busy kind of like brain of way of doing things. And yeah. so um, I highly recommend it daily if you can if you can find the time to fit it in. Otherwise, three or four times a week is extremely helpful. Um, I will say that there are other grounding practices that will help you on the daily that are very quick and easy. First and foremost, don't pick up your phone first thing in the morning, please. <laughs> don't do it. Um, my alarm is on my phone, so I get it. Um, but what that does to our brains and to our nervous systems actually is puts you into that sympathetic kind of fight or flight mode automatically, right? I'm already behind. There's already emails packed up for me. There's already text messages I have to respond to, or I get on social media and I already feel like the rest of the world has been doing all these things while I was sleeping and I, I can't catch up. So I highly recommend if you can waiting until after you kind of take a shower or something great, but even don't do it in the first 10 or 15 minutes. Um, if before you can get out of bed, you talk about and think about things that you're grateful for, that actually shifts, there's a physiological shift in your body of mm -hmm. your breath and your heart rate. And when you get up out of bed, you actually feel differently before you, before you kind of hit the ground running. Um, and then I set an intention for the day, whether that's like, I'm going to communicate well today, or I need to, you know, I need to check some things off my list, or I need to be really present today. 
setting that intention helps me to feel very grounded when I get up and start my day. And so um, I highly recommend kind of doing some early morning practices. If you can get five minutes of sunlight during the morning, it's actually helpful as well. All of those things help regulate your nervous system, which will slow down and help you to be more present and kind of available and keep you from that frantic kind of um, place where you don't want to go to. Yeah, that's that's important. So I actually have an old school alarm clock. I got it from Target. They still make from everybody. You do not need to use Shopping. Actually, I probably got it on Amazon. I think my old one was from Target. But I haven't used a cell phone in ages because I found myself grabbing it in bed and scrolling and wasting time or doing it before even going to bed, which is super disruptive for your sleep too. So I plug my phone in about eight o'clock every night. I don't touch it again until I get up, get going, grab my cup of coffee, get situated. I still feel like I could push it off later. I heard recently to your point of the sunlight, I heard on a podcast recently, this lady said sunlight before screens. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, I love that. But that's hard for me. Cause I get up a lot earlier than the sun sometimes even with my kid up. So yeah. like, I can't touch any technology until the sun comes up. But I think I'm going to start trying to make that a daily practice because I do like the quiet morning and I do feel like I'm productive in, in work in some ways. Um, so I don't know if I can adopt all of that, but I do want to do that, take that time and go outside, just enjoy the sunshine. I know now for me being working home, working at home, I get to take the girls to the bus stop in the morning. And so like that tends to be sunshine time. Plus it's like yeah. fun because you get to see goofy kids in the morning. <laughs> they, they're very entertaining. Uh, kindergarten and first graders especially are very entertaining first thing in the morning because they have all the energy in the world. Um, but yeah, sunlight before screens. I love that idea of just saying something you're grateful for before you put your feet on the ground. And then if somebody wants to <clears throat> do this on their own, like I know for me, you know, I would love to work with you and I'm sure we, we can tell the ladies what that, what that would look like too. But even if it's just on the fly, you know, I don't have something scheduled with Michelle, but I need a moment. One thing I've started doing and tell me if there's something different you suggest is, I'll just go on Spotify and I'll put on yoga or spa music because that tends to give me the good vibe in the background. And I will literally just think about breathing and maybe pick a word or something like that to focus on too, but just focus on breathing, give myself five minutes and I will notice an instant decline. I find it more beneficial. Like when we were in that big group, what you were saying about co-regulating is yeah, it's a game changer. Yes. You do feel a different energy when you're in a room with people that are all breathing those same breaths. You can hear it. You can feel it. It's definitely a different energy. Um, and it's also better to have somebody in person guiding you because there's more accountability there. There's more, you know, less distraction and so on and so forth. But um, tell everybody a little bit, Michelle, like if they wanted to reach out to you and learn more about creating a breathwork practice and working alongside of you, how, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, a couple of ways. So I am on Instagram. You can find me at Michelle Joy King. Um, my company is Soul to Soul, S-O-U-L, the number two, and S-O-L-E, so inside out. Um, mm -hmm. Or you can go to my website, which is michellejoyking.com, and um, just send me a message. I'm happy to connect. I would love to hear your experience, even just during that um, quick 10-minute breath work, or you know, if you have a practice today. Um, I do love, Abby, what you said about just taking that five minutes for yourself. I think one of the things I encourage people to do is just even start with noticing your breath. 
we don't think about breathing. Thank gosh, we don't have to think about breathing. Our autonomic <laughs> nervous system does it for us. But I encourage you, even if you set an alarm on your phone five times a day, just think about how you're breathing. I'm not asking you to change it. You don't have to do anything differently. Just notice how you breathe. And if you can incorporate exactly what you said, five minutes on Spotify with some music and just really deep breaths like we just did, see the shift in your day, see the shift in your physiology, see the shift in your the way that you show up and you'll start to make it. That's when it becomes easier to make it a daily practice, right? When you can actually yeah. see this is so easy and it doesn't have to be like uh, my normal breathwork sessions are between 25 and 30 minutes. Um, and I usually do them as part of a coaching, you know, as part of a coaching session when we're working on something or we're going into something. But even if you can take five minutes to do that breath, it actually shifts all of those things in your body. So um, just taking the time to do that. Um, the co-regulation is really powerful. It's why, you know, if I had told my corporate clients 10 years ago, we're going to meditate and do yoga, they would have thought I was crazy. Um, <laughs> and so now when I'm like, we're going to do breath work together, they're like, I don't know about this, but I have to tell you every single one, I have CEOs laying on the floor in their offices breathing. And they're like, this is the most productive time. Our team cohesiveness, our productivity increases, like all of those things happen when you breathe together. So whether you're doing it by yourself, you're doing it with your family, um, even teaching our kids, encouraging them to slow down for two minutes and breathe, um, or you're doing it with your team or you're doing it at work. Like this is that practice of being present and actually doing this together is can be life changing for for you and for the people around you. Yeah, absolutely. So reach out to Michelle if you want to learn more. Um, I think I would love it if some lady reached out and also did this with their team. Um, if I had a team today, I would 100% be bringing this into the sales meetings, even if they thought I was crazy, because as soon as they feel the benefit of it, they're going to be like, oh, Abby, bring more of that. I actually had a coaching client this year. Um, I always love to ask my coaching clients for feedback, things they like, things that they wish we did differently. And one of them said, hey, I worked with another coach in the past and didn't love everything that they did. But one of the things I did love is that before our coaching sessions, they would offer, do you need a moment to calm down? Do you want to do some like guided breath work? And they would do it and they loved it. And so it's something I'm going to try to figure out how to implement for those who want it and need that type of um, safe space to kind of just release. Um, but Michelle, thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, Michelle and I will be together as guest speakers at the Entrepreneur Project here in March, uh, March 7th through the 9th in Austin, Texas. So if you want to learn more about that too, I will put a link in the show notes. I think there's a few spots still remaining. It will be, just be a couple of days. My most favorite thing about this retreat is that it's like girls hanging out in jammies. It's truly like grown up camping, which is like super fun. So like we're eating breakfast in our jammies together. It's not like a high makeup, high heels day, especially not where we're going to be this time where we're going to be in a, a, like a new ranch, basically. <laughs> like, let's just be comfortable, pack your cozy clothes, just have heart to heart conversations, learn and grow as a person, explore new things like breath work. Uh, the theme for that retreat is stepping into our purpose, which Michelle and I are both very passionate about and have taken our lives and tried to pursue our passions and purpose within them. And would love to have you there if that's something that you're interested in. But thank you, Michelle. And I can't wait to see you in person again. And um, just thank you for the work you're doing. I think it's so important. And I appreciate you sharing it with our audience.
Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad that I was able to share it. And I'm really excited to hear what people's action steps were to, to take care of themselves every day. So feel free to reach out, send me a message, send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Yes. Wonderful. All right, ladies. It's a bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Rise and Shine. We hope you're leaving today's conversation feeling inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to make a meaningful impact in your career and life. Remember, your journey is unique and every step you take brings you closer to your goals. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment of empowerment and share with a friend, somebody who you think may benefit from this episode too. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, insights, and even topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes episodes by connecting with us on social media or leaving a review. Your feedback helps us tailor Rise and Shine to meet your unique needs. Until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep making your mark in the world of home building.